Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. What's up, everybody? It is Thursday, March 16th, 2017. You're checking in with your smoking nephew on the Blazing Ride Backstage, and um, I am uh, waiting for my co-host. You know what? Last time, there was an issue where he could not dial in, so I wonder if that is still prevalent, because that might be a thing. Um, Let's see. We'll give him another minute. Uh... If you guys uh, want to check out the website, it's blazingrideradio.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, you go to a little tiny URL there, a little bit.ly. Dot, uh, uh, I mean, bit.ly slash uh, blazingrideiTunes. Hmm. All right. Let's try dialing out. Uh, let's... Whoop. Just muted myself accidentally. Let's try this. There we go. <laughs> Live radio, folks, live radio. It's still more uh, informative than Rachel Maddow the other night, though, isn't it? Some dialing music, please. Mine. Hello. Mine. What's happening? Mine, you there, Mine? Mine. Okay. This will all be edited out in post. I'm just texting John Weeks now. Maine, are you there? And uh, we got some some dead air going on, so uh, bear with me with the dead air. I have so many stories to tell you guys, but I only want to tell them if Weeks is here. There's, I'm thinking, what can I do to stall? And ooh, maybe this is he. This is he. Uh, John Weeks, is that you, Maine? Yeah, Maine. <laughs> All right, on, hang on a second. Maine. What's going on, man? Hang on a second. We're gonna take it back. We're gonna take it back. We're gonna start again. Uh, we, are you are you ready to start again? All right, we'll bring it back. We'll start it one more time. Yeah. All right, we'll edit this out in post. Here we go. If you want to sing along, sing along. The great city playboys. They're always around to help build your hope up. Then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. So now you're in, and now you won't bag out. What's poppin', Pringles? It is Thursday, March 16th, 2017. 
you're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye, on the ones and twos. And uh, it is a beautiful, cold winter night here in uh, the former United States of America. And I'd like to welcome the... Uh, the 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 Rosencrantz to my Guildenstern, the Laurel to my Hardy, the um, the um, the um, the the Hunchback to Richard the Third. I would like to welcome the Sade to my veteran. Wow, Mr. John of the Weeks, Mr. John of the Weeks, how are you, mate? How you doing, mate? It's so What's going on, man? What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Hey, hey, Love and tradition on the grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic glue in the walls. Because all I see is tower of dreams. Real love was an answer to be Days go Whatever happens to the milkman, the paper boy. It's a bigger love. It's the bigger love of the family. The butter, the boo, boo, pop, body, da, 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 well, we have definitely lost anyone who tuned in. Uh, we have lost them forever. So. We can all relax now because there's no pressure. So what's going on with your mind? <laughs> I love it. I love it. That was the best introduction to the show ever. <laughs> did you notice? I love it. Did you, I love it. Did you, know, did you notice I interjected a little bit of Full House in the in the middle of that? You did. I, I loved it. I loved it. It was it was like. Uh, Saturday night all over again. Was it Saturday night or Friday night? I don't even remember. Friday. It was, well, it was, it was Friday. Saturday it was on night, TGI. Oh, it was amazing. That's, you know, Urkel. Urkel was the king. And uh, uh, it was on Friday nights on TGIF on at 830, I think. And then it moved to CBS. Remember Family Matters was canceled by ABC and then it moved to CBS for like the last season? Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Family Matters was one of the best shows of all time. I'd say it's a what a great show. I wonder, you know, what don't make that show anymore, you know? Yeah, man, I can't understand a word you're saying. What, what, what are you doing over there? Uh, <laughs> I'm just 
I'm watching that Family Matters, man. That's a little better. That's a little better. Uh, mm. Mm. I had to, I had to uh, ease my uh, ease my parchment there. But um, you know what I wanted to address with you? I wanted to address with you, John Weeks, that uh, it's it's a rare condition. This day and age. Reading the good news on a newspaper page. Love is the decision of a grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic glue inside these pencil walls. Because all I see is power dreams. We love books and You sound like Bobby's world. <laughs> A little bit like Bobby's world. Oh, <sighs> um, <laughs> so, uh, on a scale, <laughs> on a scale from one to two, two being the lowest, how tired are you? Oh my God. Uh,
And what have you? What do you? Uh, what do you? Uh, what are you gonna do this weekend? Oh God, this weekend. What am I doing? Um, I don't know. I might go to the casino. I really have nothing planned this weekend. I really have nothing planned in Buffalo. I don't know if it's because of the city itself or because uh, you know I don't really go out much in, in the city. But I think it's supposed to be snowing in Buffalo this weekend, so. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't drive because uh, I'm a terrible driver in and of itself. There's yes. plus snow. It might be even worse. So I think I'm yes. just going to stay put this <laughs> week. Yes. Yes. So I'm uh, hearing. I'm hearing. I'm hearing a lot of static weeks. Is that on your end or my end? It's probably on my end. I think you're on my squeaky table. Put my phone down on the squeaky table. Oh, okay. But you're not wearing some weird headset contraption or anything? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not wearing, uh, you know, one of those Silence of the Lambs masks or anything. No. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, maybe maybe it's all in my head. Everything is stressful this week. Speaking of stressful, um, uh, you know, um, uh, this kid that I grew up with, Alex Pullen, he posted on his Facebook status today, uh, and I immediately thought of you because he posted uh, – He's, wait a minute. Is this the first one? Yeah, this is it. Uh-oh. He says, he says, getting a lot of good suggestions, dot, dot, dot. Let's see how y'all think. Bachelor party is planned, dot, 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 dot. Oh. What, what would really take it to the next level? Keep it somewhat legal. Now, when I read that, I immediately became suicidal. Oh, my God. When I heard that, I just cringed. Uh, it was like, oh God! Well, I think it's just the next level. Oh my God! End it! End end the, the bachelor party! Don't do it! Don't do it! Let it end before Why? it starts. Why? It's not worth it. So he says. So these are the um the responses to it. The first response is from his mother, and it says, "Taking your mama with an, a bunch of exclamation points." <laughs> And then, and then he says, and she got four likes for that. And then he says, worst period idea period ever period. And he got seven likes for that. <laughs> and she said, so mean that this idea is unreal, taking it over the top, the best woot woot. I don't know what that is. And then, um, then uh, somebody says paintball, and Alex says ha 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 ha. And then somebody just posts three eye emojis of eyes. And then after that, Jamaica Malloy says, do a Jack and Jill. And he says, Alex says, never in life. And then somebody goes, ha 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 And somebody puts a thumbs down. <laughs> then somebody named Alex Martinez says, Mexico. And Alex Pullen says, Tijuana. And he says, start there and work down Baja. It's awesome. Or Rincon PR. Ooh. Oh, God, PR. Oh, God, that's Puerto Rico. I went there for a bachelor party. Well, and then, no, please, no, please. And then he says, Alex says, after all that, he, which I'm just learning right now, he says, I should preface, we will already be in DR, about 20 deep. So they're already in, in the Dominican Republic. And then Jabari Sharif said, long as it's not on Facebook Live, LOL. And then Alex says, bingo. By the way, I, I've, I've told this on the show before, but Jabari Sharif is the same kid who in seventh grade, there was my science teacher, Mrs. Rosner, and she goes, how do women get AIDS? And immediately Jabari goes, ooh, and she says, Jabari, and he says, through their breastuses. 
So that's Jabari. That's <laughs> Jabari. Well, he's yeah. right about that one. And then somebody says, bring knee, chill, race car driving, and what we do like for your birth. Oh, God. Now they're talking about birthdays, wolf pack in oh. Vegas with strippers and cocaine, wrestle someone before heading out. Oh, my God. Somebody wrote midget strippers on a yacht at Adderall and Patron. And then Alex goes, you know some. <laughs> and he puts three set of eyes as well. I'm wondering this three set of eyes seems like it must mean they're looking for drugs or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, 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 what, what do you have to say about this, this whole uh, bachelor party status that has taken over my, uh, my Facebook? I think uh, you could do one thing for sure, not have one. Secondly, you should take our bachelor party uh, as, as a sign of not having one. It was ridiculous. It's terrible. Never use a doodle poll when to, to, to start figuring out what you're going to do for a freaking bachelor party. Number three, make it one night if you have to have one. Do not have the lengthened or extended bachelor party. Do not have right. it for a weekend. Nobody no. wants to be there for the weekend. Nobody no. wants to stay over. No. Just have it for a nice six hours. End it. End it. When you have a fight, <laughs> just end it. <laughs> it sounds. It sounds like you're saying have one bachelor, have the bachelor party one night, and then just shoot yourself in the fucking head. That's right. That's right. It, I, my advice is not to have one, but if you must have it, only have it one nights only that's it yes well that's how it was when 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 we were when we were one night only when we were growing up uh you know i understood bachelor parties from watching shows like family matters and and perfect strangers i understood bachelor parties as one night beer stripper that's it no more none of this puerto rico dr shit vegas whatever it's too expensive the novelty wears off after an hour at most and right. and it's it's always right. dramatic and everyone's exhausted and it's nobody has fun and i'm still reeling yeah. from uh, jesus's obviously yes no exactly you, you you said it perfectly the novelty wears off you know bachelor parties are I don't know. They used to be like someone intimate where they were like your friends that were lifelong friends that you knew each other and you still uh, were current with them. But now they've like grown in size where there's like a dozen people that go to these things uh, and, and they're people that you haven't seen in a long time. So like after the first night, it just gets really boring. It's just like, and, and, and you don't know what to do anymore. You, you know, you, you've gone beyond breaking the ice. You don't know what to do. It's just ridiculous. And there's so much partying that you can do in, in, in two consecutive nights. And it gets tiring. And we're all alone now. And, uh, you know, the, the first night is okay. But uh, after that, end it. It's like the, the chip. You don't double dip. You take the chip, you dip it, and you end it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. It's a bad so idea I was. More than one night. Right, exactly. I was in um uh isn't that a Florence and the Machine song? Uh only if for only if for a night, 
Oh, and then New Kids on the Block has yeah. a new song. And new NKOTB, otherwise now known again as New Kids on the Block, they have a new song called One More Night, which is not nearly as good as Darius Rucker's One More Night. Because, you know, Darius Rucker of Hootie and the Blowfish, when he, he released his Neo Soul album, yeah. he's like, he goes, so please, here we have one more night. Uh, and we make up just to break up our lives. It'll be the last Woo. night that we spend. Let's not fight. Oh, so please, wow. and we have one more night. And uh, I was in the. I, I went into Barnes and Noble today, and I bought two Ed Sheeran records. Are you familiar with this artist, Ed Sheeran? Of course, yes. Ed Sheeran, yeah, he knows the way to the lady's heart. I don't know how he does it. He's uh, he's a good singer. He really knows those lyrics well. I don't know. He writes them well. He sings well. <laughs> well, right. He's, <laughs> that was amazing. Can you do that again? Do that again. Do your version of Photograph one more time. Sure, sure. Here it goes. person I know who can make Ed Sheeran sound like Sanford and Son. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Well, we are musical today. We are so musical today. Yeah, and I don't know if it was a compliment, but uh, he's amazing. Ed Sheeran's amazing. And uh, I got the records today, but immediately after I got the records, I had had like a vegetable wrap for lunch. And you know when I eat a lot of vegetables, um... They go right through me. Oh. So immediately, I had to shit so bad right after I got these records because uh, I wanted the new one, the d- Divide. But then when I was there, I was like, oh, maybe I'll get the first one. I already have the second, you know, the Multiply, but I didn't have, uh, you know, I'll have all forms of arithmetic by the end of my Ed Sheeran record collection. But um, I uh, re- really have to take a dunk. So then I was like, uh, I don't want to go here. So I try to go back to the office. Uh, and on the walk back to the office, I'm like, uh, is, are there any tolerable public bathrooms around here? And I just look to my left, and the NBA store is there in Midtown. So I go into the NBA store, and I'm like, is there a, a bathroom here? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, there's one downstairs, there's one upstairs. They're all over the place. So um, I go down the escalator, and every hindrance that could have possibly happened, like, just happened. Because I'm going down the escalator. And I noticed these people coming in also asking where the bathroom is. And I'm like, I, you know, I'm going to rush back there, but then I don't want to be thinking the whole time, oh, someone else is waiting to use it. But, and then I even had this moment when I got to the bathroom where I was like, do I really go? And, and I was like, but I don't, you know, I don't even know if this door locks, but I just had to go. So, you know, I exploded. But on the way down the escalator, on the way down the escalator, when I really have to shit and these people are, uh, the guy, the one of the people who works at the NBA store, was 
dancing at the bottom of the escalator and giving everyone fist bumps and saying, "This the escalator of positivity. This is the escalator of positivity. <laughs> Woo, just feel it. Feel it. Feel it move your body. This is the escalator of positivity. All right, how you, you feeling good tonight? And uh, it was really weird because it was uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon and um, – it was, uh, you know, it was not the kind of thing you want to be dealing with when you really have to take a dunk. So uh, that happened. Uh, I guess he's just trying to spread positivity in this new world we live in. I don't know. <laughs> positivity is the last thing you want to hear about when you want to take a dunk real bad. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's all really ridiculous. It, it, isn't that how it always is? When you really need to go take a dunk, Everything gets in the way of, you know, taking that dump. Like, I, when I really needed to throw up and vomit all over something, I, you know, the elevator got in the way. So when I was in um, coming back from New York City, I really needed to vomit. So I, I didn't do it on the train, thank God. Uh, I, I ran through the – I ran out of the train, ran through the train station. I went down the elevator. I don't know why I took the elevator, actually. It was a really stupid idea. <laughs> but I thought the elevator would be and as the as the elevator is opening up on the ground floor where I could run through the terminal and up to you know escalator, I would never have made it. Um mm-hmm. I just thought to myself, wouldn't it be funny if I threw up all over the elevator panel <laughs> of all the buttons? <laughs> and I, I I thought I was never gonna do it. But as the door opened, thank God nobody was there, I threw up all over the the panel. I threw up all over the buttons. It was like it was like projectile vomit. It was like something out of I Love You, Man. It was like, ah! it was all over the place, leaking all over the instrument panels. I must have destroyed the instrument panels. And, you know, after that, I just, you know, after that, I just very calmly walked away. You know, and I, was, I, felt, I felt great after vomiting over everything and just walked away. It was it was disgusting, but it was great in a lot of ways. Did you, did you clean it? No, not at all. I was, it, was terrible. it was terrible. It was terrible. I was uh, very drunk. I, you know, one time I, I, uh, one time I threw up on the train. I, that train was terrible. The Metro North <laughs> Railroad train. I threw up on the train in a paper bag. You know, because of course when you're drunk, you have no <laughs> idea what you're doing, and you know, don't do anything intelligent. And the bag tipped over, and vomit was all over the floor. It was like slowly all over the floor. And I think the conductor saw me as he wanted to kill me, but he didn't do anything. So I was lucky. <laughs> didn't you uh, take a <laughs> Didn't you take a shit in your dorm trash can too and leave it there for like a oh, week? Oh yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> yes, yes, that, that was great. I uh, I couldn't make you know I was living in the uh, Mitchell Hall in PW, the only freaking dorm hall that doesn't have a bathroom in in there because they were single. And um, I the one day I. I I think I had something like a, a half a pizza and a half of gyro pizza from Manny and Oldwood in DC, which was the cheapest pizza you could buy. <laughs> um, so I ate like a, a pizza and a half. There was no way I was getting to the bathroom. I knew it. I had to make a judgment call: either go on the floor or find some kind of container. So I, uh, I took my trash can, I threw it out, I took a dump. It was the biggest dump in history in my trash can. And I, I had a, I had a real dilemma, you know. So that wasn't that, that wasn't the problem. The dilemma was, how do I get rid of this trash can with with crap in it? 
What do I? How do I dispose of it? Do I just do I throw the entire trash can down the trash chute, or do I try to actually dump it into the toilet? That was the, that was the biggest dilemma. So I tried to throw it down. You know, uh, me being the classy human being I am, I try to throw it down the the, the trash chute. I actually tried to throw down the entire trash can down the trash chute. It was too big. It didn't fit. So, I, you know, and this is like 3 in the morning because I don't want anybody coming out and seeing what I'm doing, even though they can smell it very well. Uh, uh, so what I did was I, I actually went to the bathroom. I, I dumped it out in the bathroom. And then what I did was what I did, what I did was I took I went into the shower. I, I cleaned out the toilet as best, you know, the garbage can as best as I could. And then, and then I left that trash can there, and I exchanged the one in the bathroom for, for mine. So I took the one in the bathroom, and I left the one with crap all over it in the bathroom. In <laughs> the shower? The day, mm-hmm. I left it, well, I left it, yeah, I left it in the shower. And the next day, mm-hmm. the, the, I heard everyone talking about it. I just started laughing. So laughing. What is that? I, you know, I heard people say, what is that? Smell, bro. This is terrible. What? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody crap in the shower. Somebody crap in the shower. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah, I did first, that. That was terrible. First off. You said the biggest dump in history in my trash can. That implies you you've been dumping in other trash can or dumping in trash can in that trash can other times. Yes, I have. You know, I made a, <laughs> I made a, uh, I made a pattern out of it. Yeah, I was really I was terrible. I was like uh, because there was a sink there, so you know, you know, late in the morning or whatever, or, you know, early in the morning. <laughs> I gotta go pee. I was like the farthest away from the uh, the bathroom. I yeah. pee in the sink. <laughs> and you mentioned at the beginning you could either shit on the floor or in a container. What would have happened if you did choose the floor? Oh God, it would have been terrible. <laughs> I mean, the cleanup would have been just awful. I don't know how I would have had to get like a shovel. I would have had to find a shovel to get rid of this. And then I would have put put it down in the trash chute. I mean, that would have been terrible. <laughs> the entire building, you the entire building itself, awful. You, you can't put the shovel down the trash chute, can you? Uh, John Weeks, do you know yeah, what I time it is? I cannot do that. I would have to. Oh my God, it's a hot mess. Hey, Ryan. Tom Fogarty, I got the wrong clip. Tom Fogarty. Tom Fogarty. It's the big love of the family. It's the rare this day and age. Reading the good news on the newspaper page. Have I reached the party to whom I am speaking? (laughs) Tom Fogarty, what's going on? And a gracious good evening to you, too. Have I reached the party to whom I am speaking? I know what he's doing. He's doing doing Stefan Urkel. Oh! 
He's doing Mr. Did Urkel. I do that? <laughs> no, that's not what I'm doing. What are you doing? Huh? What are Let you doing? Let me see. Another one of her things was, and if anybody tells you that I got scraped by the year, it was well, an accident. Oh, uh, Lily Tomlin. That's, that's the truth. Oh. <laughs> what's what's going on with you tonight, sire? What's going on with you tonight, sire? You motherfucker. <laughs> Fair Whoa. enough. Fair enough. Can I interrupt um, my goddamn TV watching schedule? I've been watching <laughs> so much basketball, I'm, my nuts are dribbling. Oh. <laughs> oh. How did did you weather the snowstorm? All right. Yeah, what storm? <laughs> Fucking Stella was a bitch. <laughs> Who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards? Okay, my first Hot Mess has got to be that ass hat Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. Oh, what is she doing? You heard how he's back in the news again? No, what happened? Oh. Apparently it's his very own words that he used regarding Trump's travel ban that got the judge in Hawaii so popped up, but he used his own words as a way of blocking the ban yet again. So, way to go, Judy. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, Judy. Trump can't can't be happy with that asshole right now. Yeah, I hear you. And who's your second hot mess, sire? My second hot mess is Beyonce. Mm. What he do? What happened? Yeah. Beyonce apparently, apparently Beyonce's mom apparently. likes to post, likes to post herself telling really corny <laughs> old school jokes, and Beyonce yeah. asked her to stop. At which point the Bayhives went all cray cray on Bay's ass and telling her to leave her mom really? alone. What? Yeah. What? The got all hit up. <laughs> And you let mama tell her crazy ass joke like, like you look like a toilet. <laughs> what? You, uh-huh. you feeling okay? You look like a toilet. What are you talking about? Well, you're looking kind of flush. <laughs> <laughs> or you're looking like John Weeks' dorm room floor at GW. Uh oh. <laughs> or you're looking like the ceiling of the brand new toilet at the MJ Fields down in Florida. Yeah, or you're looking like all my walls in my bathroom on my 30th birthday, which is the impetus for you telling that story. Oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, And who is your final hot mess, sire? My final hot mess, and I guess this is a good thing, but it's RuPaul. RuPaul dropped a bombshell in an interview yesterday on Hollywood Today, Mm -hmm. where... So the little dweeb that was interviewing her asked, do you think you'll ever get married? And she said, well, actually, I've been married. I've just, we've just never shared that information until right now. So oh, Rue is actually married to her partner of 23 years. Did not say when they got married, but they've been together for 23 years. Wow. wow. Yeah. Go figure. Wow. And and it was on Hollywood Today. What a what a strange program to drop that on. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Wow. Yep. 
I guess no. I guess no one ever thought to ask. Uh, uh, leave it to the dweebs. The dweebs will finish last no more. And uh, well, are you guys lubed, lubed, lubed up and ready to joke off? I will be as soon as I You're get my loogie out. Different strokes to rule the world. That's how my dad does it. Now I'm going to be Unloaded on insult hurdling <laughs> Trump bureaucrat Kevin Ish via Twitter this week after Ish told him to stick to playing Han Solo's short little bitch in an effort to get Hamill to stop tweeting about politics. This was far less intense than when Chewbacca unloaded on me. Chewbacca sound a bit like Fat Albert. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, Netflix. Netflix announced this week that it will complete and release Orson Welles' final film, The Other Side of the Wind, while Orson Welles will finish your cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> Dead silence. Dead silence. Do you remember what his what his big uh, tag was for his biggest commercial? No. No. What happened? No. Wasn't it? Wasn't he the spokesman for Ernest and Julio Gallo? <laughs> and his tagline was, and his tagline was, "They will serve no wine before it's time." Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's he's right there like a blimp. As that's he sat racist. there like a blimp, shaking, shaking his little. What do you mean that's racist? <laughs> I just wanted to hear you ask. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? It's racist. You know that's another thing about. <laughs> that's another thing about Orson Welles. He was one of the first white directors on Broadway to do to stage entire black companies. Wow! Wow! Yeah, he made it happen. He directed Let's- quite well. I have been seeping myself in all things colored for the last 10 years. Yes, that's that's important. And they were colored theater companies that he brought, and they did all all black versions of Shakespeare and stuff that he directed. You go, Orson. What? Yeah, man. (laughs) You you go. What? Uh, You go, Orson. I'm sorry. That's enough. The library is closed. <laughs> the oh. library. Uh. <laughs> After Snoop Dogg released a video this week where the rapper appeared to mock the president with a gun, 
President Trump tweeted about Snoop's failing career and suggested jail time. Snoop said he can't wait to hear Trump's diss track. (laughs) (laughs) I I love that video. I love that video. I have not seen it, but I'm sure I'm sure we really? disagrees. I've not seen it oh yet. I've seen the so screenshot. Oh, okay. <laughs> Back to Sire no. Fogarty. Oh. Attorney General Jeff Sessions spoke in Virginia yesterday and suggested a crackdown isn't coming for legal weed. <laughs> he did say, however, that a Weed down is coming for legal crack. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I find that so funny. It doesn't make any sense, but I love it so much. That's my favorite joke. <laughs> That's right. I love it. <laughs> weed down. Weed down. All right. For legal crack. crack. Yep. On Tuesday's episode of The View, Whoopi Goldberg said a recent fake news story put her life in danger. Then she got on Twitter and said Snoop should go to jail. Because oh. of the fake news. <laughs> While Miami defense attorney Stephen Gutierrez was giving closing statements in an arson trial Monday, his pants caught on fire and he had to run out of the courtroom. Who knew electric cigarettes had perfect comedic timing? Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit. Shit. I'm on fire. Wow. Wow. Weeks, I hope you're near a toilet. I'm on the toilet. Okay. A new app allows you to give oral sex by licking your phone and having your partner connect hers to her vibrator. What? That could have saved me a lot of time, said Michael Douglas. Laffy taffy. Laffy taffy candy girl. Hit that laffy taffy. Hit that laffy taffy. Girl, hit that laffy taffy. Hit that laffy taffy girl. Hit that laffy taffy. Laffy taffy. Laffy taffy girl. Laffy taffy. And the girl, it's a lefty tatty. It's a lefty tatty. <laughs> Women have been spotted twerking on tops of cars lately in Miami. Um, we prefer gender neutral, said Tom Fogarty. Ah, lefty tatty. It's a lefty tatty. Ooh, pull that lefty tatty. Pull that tatty lefty. Make me lefty lefty. Pull my tatty tatty. I wonder, I wonder, Sire, Sire, can you do that song again with some fart noises interjected? Pull that lefty tappy, pull that lefty tappy, pull that lefty tappy girl, pull that candy girl, pull that candy girl, lefty girl, lefty tappy, lefty girl. Thank you. That was hot. That was good. Ew. <laughs> that was hot. His, his reaction to farting. You might have some stuff in common with Danny Thomas and Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Steven Sondheim. On Monday, Bill Cosby's uh, on Monday, Bill Cosby's defense attorney 
in his upcoming sexual assault trial that the press has told the American public that he's guilty of this crime and 50 others, that he is a serial rapist, a sociopath, and a sexual predator. This is his defense attorney speaking. I mean, he's not making himself too great. <laughs> oh, my God, that sounds pretty bad. That's terrible. It's over. <laughs> that laugh is happy. That laugh is happy. Girl, that laugh is Brazilian Brazilian soccer player Bruno Fernandes de Suazo just signed a two-year contract with the soccer team Boas Forte on Monday after serving time for ordering the murder of his ex-girlfriend, which just goes to show you kids, you can do anything you set your little minds to. See, Crash, out. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I just love that it's I just love that it's a soccer team of big dicks. Big dicks? Right? What, what do they you all mean? have to have big dicks if their team is called Boa? Boa. They big old Boa constricted dicks. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, having a Boa constricted dick sounds painful though. I don't know if I want my dick biting my dick off. It does. They don't bite. They squeeze and hug and rub and <laughs> move your body like a snake, ma. Stick it to your I want to know how little time do you do? Uh, how little time do you do? I, th- I, think I mean, is he still couple... able to play soccer? It's not like he had a 15-year sentence or anything. Comes out think... running around like a 50-year-old man. I think he got cut out he of. He got out on a technicality after a few months, I believe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Flow yeah, ride. It's like, this ass, it's like that asshole cop that just got time for Ooh. for fucking around with his daughter or some shit. Uh huh. Whoa. He'll serve like he'll serve like two years because he's already served one while waiting for trial because uh-huh. he got three years times four. He got two years times two, and he got one year times three. But they're to be served concurrently. So he's only got Ew. two more years to go. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that doesn't make the any sense. The judge going to give you, like, 25 years, but served concurrently, you're out in two. What's that ain't the point? no thing, yeah. No. Yeah. What's the point? All we can say, all we can say is the short eyes takes care of his ass in prison. That's all. Weeks, did you just say after Fogarty said, and he does that little time, that much time in prison, and then Weeks, did you just go for that one little thing? Is that what you said, or did I? I hope I misheard you. I I don't know. I said, yeah, laugh and tap it. (laughs) Okay, all right, because you know, banging your daughter is a bit uh, out of bounds. Although, if you go to the ancient Greeks, anything goes. So. He was he was making her give a huge at the age of thirteen she was having to give him blowjobs when he dropped her off at school. Are you kidding me? Oh, Jesus that is not good. Jesus Christ, that is what your teacher is oh. for. Yeah, and you get two years. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah. Florida McDonald's employee Pedro the Gloria 
jumped through the drive through window to save a mother and her family after the mom fell asleep at the wheel. Pedro's actions have spawned tons Ooh. of other McDonald's workers to jump through drive through windows to save people's lives by taking away the food they just handed them from McDonald's. <laughs> That's when your Happy Meal got turned upside down. Ooh. Happy Meal had a happy ending. Oh, I wish. Give me a Big Mac. I want me a Big Mac. Oh, yeah, me too. As long as he's blonde, tall, and Irish. Big Mac. <laughs> okay, Disney is refusing, while we're on the subject, Disney is refusing to remove the gay character played by Josh Gad from their new live-action Beauty and the Beast movie, despite protests from the Christian right and countries like Malaysia. Oh, now it's a fucking problem? What about those two old queens in the balcony have been given blowjobs and handjobs to each other for the last 45 years? I got this thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up your butt. <laughs> what you blowjobs and handjobs for 45 years? <laughs> West Virginia man Tyler Ray Price was applying to be a police officer when he admitted to filming himself having non-consensual sex with a woman who was passed out from drinking. This is not the kind of thing to bring up in a job interview. <laughs> I'll say. No good. No good. I'll say. Okay. This week, Netflix picked up a series of unfortunate events for a second season. To mark the occasion, Ooh. Neil Patrick Harris got a tattoo referencing the mysterious society where this series takes place. This is similar to when he got a tattoo of a lab coat and a prescription pad when he was doing Doogie Howser. Yeah, that's it. 
Tower of Dream. Real love, person after every scene. Take it with
So, yeah. uh, and looking back on it, I said, you're bumping into me. She said, sorry, I should have ended it there. Cause then, then I became confrontational, but I don't know, you know, as we talked about before, I don't know how to deal with confrontation anyway. Um, the, uh, so I, I go to the show and it's fine. And then, uh, I mean, it's great, great show. Uh, but I had these distractions, but to, you know, it really wasn't that bad a crowd overall. So then I wound up right. winning a, a ticket to see that, to see AJR at Z100, uh, yesterday. Um, Are so you I wanted serious? to, yeah, it was crazy. I guess like the first thing, first time I ever won something from the radio, which makes me think that, Congratulations, like, man. what the hell? That's awesome. Well, well, it makes me think like not. It makes me think maybe not a lot of people applied. Or something seems a little sketchy about me winning this. So um, I go, and uh, and it was cool. Like we were waiting in the lobby, and the boys walk in, and it's nice. And uh, then, um, then, although when they were up checking in at security, I saw them kind of. I saw like Jack look back at me and turn to Ryan. They had this weird look, and I I was like, oh man, they're talking shit about me, man. They're like, who is this fucking old guy that keeps coming and and. Uh, bothering us no and I, had that <laughs> I had that thought but uh no. i don't i don't think i don't think so so um go to the show it's it's very good um the host actually maybe you can relate to this i i wasn't going to tell this but the host of the show uh says um by the way every dj who's running around z100 looks like the actor who plays Bucky on, not Bucky, who plays Glenn on Nashville with a wig on. They're all like, they look like these old, decrepit guys in, in toupees. And like all these like, <laughs> terribly dressed, like old guys in toupees are on, on the air. And I guess that's what the whole, you know, face for radio thing is. But I, I didn't believe that it was actually real. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> So they're all, you know, trolling about, trudging about the place. And then um, uh, the the host of the event, this woman, says, uh, uh, oh, okay. So they told us not to sit in the front row for the camera because of the cameras. So no one sat in the front row. So okay. when AJR came out, Jack said, I noticed nobody chose the front row. And then the host, oh, and then the crowd was like, well, we were told not to. And Jack was like, oh, because I was right. like, they must know how bad we must smell. And then the host, um, the host says, "When's the last time you showered?" And Jack, the youngest brother, goes, oh, "Months, years." And uh, then, uh, and then uh, they're talking about later how they've had people of note over their studio, which is their house, their apartment in Chelsea. Uh, to, which is where they record songs. They've had people over to record, so they're talking about having Ingrid Michaelson over, who they toured with and opened for. Oh, wow. And uh, the host was like, um, so did you like prepare for her? Did you shower? And this whole shower thing was really just this theme that for some reason. And they were like, no, not, not in the slightest. We didn't clean up or anything. Um, but uh, so that was a little strange. And they performed, and it was great. And um, they did three songs. One was Rainbow Connection by Kermit the Frog. Uh, and uh, the other two were theirs. Um, by the way, for anyone listening who, well, I, I pray you're not at this point. But uh, for anyone <laughs> listening, um, <clears throat> uh, uh, AJR is the band behind the new hit song Week, which is huge right now and crazy successful and amazing. And uh, I've been there since Jump Street, so I, I love them. And... Um, happy for them. 
So uh, that's one of the songs they do. And then afterwards, I, um, you know, everyone's uh, taking pictures with them and shit like that. And um, I'm waiting. I wait till like the end. I think I was the last person intentionally. Um, and, uh, and so I went up there and, and um, they were like, hey, man. And I could not stop talking. I couldn't stop saying things. And I was like, hey, guys, great to see. You. I gave them all dap, you know, and, and I didn't realize it, but the lady who was taking pictures took all these candid pictures of us giving each other dap. So she has me like hugging Adam and Jack and Ryan, all separate pictures. And it was great. Oh, wow. I, I had no idea she was taking pictures great, that way. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, and, uh, and, and then I'm um, like, uh, so Adam said, because he knows that I know Jonathan DeMar. Uh, and so he said, I got a right. lovely message from Jonathan the other night. I haven't heard from him in years. And then I was like, oh, him. Yeah. yeah. I, he first, he said the concert was too early. Then he said it was too late. So he felt really bad. He had to leave early. I don't know what it was. But he loved it. He wanted me to tell you he loved it. And, uh, and Adam was like, yeah, it was great to hear from him. And, um, and then uh, I I said, oh, you guys were great. I, I, uh, the girl next to me, she kept bumping into me, got in a little altercation, and I'm telling them, I'm telling them that, you know, I had this fight with this girl at the concert, and, uh, and, and I was like, yeah, she bumped into me, and I was like, uh, there's, you have room over there, and she's like, uh, you have enough room over there, and Jack was like, oh, wow, you got into a real brawl, and I was, and now they think I'm a fucking, <laughs> now they probably think I, I beat women. And I don't want them to think that, you know, um, because she, this lady, she was the violent one. So I can't stop talking. I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm saying these crazy ass things. Then, uh, then, then Jack and Ryan go backstage. And by the way, I never really made eye contact with Ryan. He, to me, is like the too cool for school one. He's kind of like the Nick Jonas of the Jonas Brothers. He's kind of like the, he's like the, the, even though the personality is not that like quiet and reserved and stuff, he just seems that way he's less less approachable more more kind of like the genius kind of less approachable guy so i don't think i ever made eye contact with him and and i, I always talk to adam the most because he's the oldest and you know and by oldest i mean that he's still like in his mid late 20s um but um but i'm about to leave and then i turn i turn back around and i go oh and adam and he's like yeah and he's the only one left on stage and i said uh, I said, you know, if oh, because they had mentioned that Weezer, Rivers Cuomo from Re- Weezer, reached out to them on Twitter oh, yeah. to tell them. So yeah, Rivers Cuomo wrote them on Twitter saying that he likes Week, the song Week, and um, so I said, oh, uh, and I was telling them, you know, Panic at the Disco, they also uh, connected with Weezer on Twitter and then wound up co-headlining. So you never know. Um, but uh, I said, Adam, oh. if you do anything with Weezer then maybe some of your fans will be closer to my age and I won't feel so out of place at your shows. But I said that, but I don't, I don't really feel out of place at their shows. I just said that, you know, I, I, and, uh, and anyway, I said, usually I'm three times as old as, as people at the, at the shows. And Adam's like, yeah, you know, he doesn't disagree at all. He's like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I am. Three times at the shows. And I said, but I think the show the other night was maybe more, a, li- a little older, and he said, "Yeah, you know what? This tour in Boston, I'd say the average age was like 25, 26." And I was like, "All right, all right, we're 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 working, we're working our way there." Um, but and then I said, yeah. it was "Great to see." You. I said, "It was great to see you," and walked away. And he said, "Hey, thanks, thanks, Ryan." 
and I love that he always remembers my name, and it's just wonderful because they're huge stars now, and um, I love them, and and I'll send you those pictures. They're uh, they're a series of pictures. I look I look terrible because when I when I shave, I look fat when I shave. You know, when I have no facial hair, and I look creepy <laughs> with no facial hair, and my hair hair is too long. Like what's left of it is too long. So I look terrible in the pictures, but I'm gonna send them to you because I love. I didn't know she was shooting them this way, but I love that she shot all of the action. I love it. That's basically, 
doing um uh doing a song and I like I left it on and then Jack, the youngest brother, who was like sixteen or seventeen at the time, says, uh, now we're gonna do the greatest song ever written. And then the first yeah. words out of his mouth are bounce, 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 bounce. <laughs> and I, and that was it. I was a fan for life. Uh the fact that, you know, they know that R. Kelly is the greatest songwriter of all time. And uh, and mm-hmm. they said that that's the greatest song. And, you know, that people often associate that song with me. And, you know, uh, the, so, the, so they do Ignition right. Remix in, into um, Wouldn't It Be Nice by the Beach Boys. They throw in the middle of it. Uh, also, All About That Bass by Megan Trainer. So it's this medley around Ignition. And it's really good. Like, it's a really good cover of Ignition. And and I see them do, and they're just they look like they're having a great time. The crowd's really into it, and I fell in love that night, man. That was like the I was like I was hooked immediately as soon as Jack said that. And when I interviewed them for Blazing Rye, uh, check that out by the way, uh, bit.ly/slash/blazingrye on iTunes or Blazing Rye, no AJR and Blazing Rye rather. Um, when I interviewed them, I said uh, uh, I I said, did you know did you know I also think the greatest song of all time is by R Kelly. And it's the I Wish remix. Have you heard that? And they had not heard it. So hopefully they've listened to it Woo-hoo! by now. I kind of doubt it. Woo! Yeah. And you introduced me to that song many, many years ago. And that song is phenomenal. I don't know why that song doesn't get, well, you know, it says obviously, you know, things that don't get played on the radio, but it's amazing. The song is amazing. Um, but that's good to hear because uh, you don't let's find new music very easily nowadays, and you have to go search for it. So that curiosity with that Yahoo, that's an AJR. That's, that's amazing. And that's, yeah, and had that's I not. Meant to be, you heard the right clips. You heard the right music. You, heard, you, know, you liked it. You clicked it right away. That's good. <laughs> I like to hear that. That's always good to find new music. And uh, I'm going to yeah. listen to their stuff. I listen to Woody Allen. It's a very good song. Oh, I like amazing. them. They're good. They're very good. Amazing. Like and they did a... Not so, and they're not commercial, you know. They're not like sellouts, which is amazing to me because, uh, you know, right. you would think that they're all, you know all all interested in money and all that kind of stuff because they're young kids. Right. They're not. They're very original. Very original. Well, yeah, it's it's the opposite of selling out, really, because they're they're told to do all this stuff to make money to get on the radio and stuff, and they don't do they don't do what other people tell them, and that's how they're having success now because right. they're doing they're doing it and people are liking it. Um, they also Ryan the middle brother said. Uh, they were talking about like who else have you been connected with in the industry, and and he's like, oh, Sean Mendez did me. He said uh, he liked Weak, and uh, and the the lady was like, okay, you should probably keep your phones hidden away, like in a safe somewhere, because now everyone's gonna be after your phone. And the guy behind me, the sound guy, said they're right here, and he held up all their cell phones, and I I really had a thought of grabbing the cell phones and running, just <laughs> running away. And texting Sean Mendez. I thought about it. I thought about it. I had to show severe restraint. Um, and I just sat there laughing, pretending I wasn't thinking about it. Uh, but, um, <laughs> I can see but that image, too. I can really see that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but then... Uh, and then today, I, like, I sent my friend Caitlin the pictures, and she was like, she had no idea who they are. And she's like, uh, she said, 
wait, do you know them? Because this looks like a really great reunion. And so I'll send you the pictures. It's uh, just I love the way she shot the pictures. Yeah, I want to see uh, it. I want to see it now. <laughs> uh, oh, 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 I forgot. The last thing I'll say – well, no. Okay, so, yeah, the other night at the concert, um, afterwards, uh, after the concert, I went downstairs, and one of their openers is this girl, Haley Knox. So I took a picture with Haley Knox, and I was so stressed out by the crowd and dealing with coat check and everything, because coat check took forever, um, that uh, I did not ask Haley Knox to insult John Weeks. And I... Oh! And, and oh, I reg- how could you? I know. I regret it. I regret it. Um, but uh, but we took a picture. She was super cool. This guy was being like so annoying in front of me and, and like directing her on where to take a picture he was like okay you stand here and i'll stand here and then i like gave this like dirty look and she looked back at me and like laughed and it was great and she was seemed super cool and down to earth um and she's from new york and stuff and so then i i i told her she was amazing whatever and then um took a picture took two pictures with her and then she gave she was like you want a poster too and she gave me a signed poster and um and then i was like do they come out? I don't AJR. And she was like, I don't know. Oh yeah. I don't think so. Because this was the first concert where they were inaccessible. Like you, in order to meet them, unless you maybe, unless maybe I stuck around longer, I don't know. But in order to meet them, you had to pay for a meet and greet, which like the, the normal tickets were $15, but the meet and greets were $50. So, um, Oh wow. Okay. So, so yeah, I even messaged Jack on Twitter about it. Um, and he said, yeah, I'm guessing we'd be able to say hi to you even if you don't get the meet and greet, uh, tickets, but it was just impossible. And I didn't have the time or energy to figure out why. And so I didn't get her to insult John Weeks. I didn't see AJR. So then when I won the thing on Monday, I was like, all right, so this is my chance to say hi to them now. So that was great. Uh, and I did. And, um, also when at the end of when I was, uh, there with Adam, I was walking away. Uh, and again, I couldn't stop talking and I said, Oh, and, and did you see that the, the John Beeks insult reel that you did? It, it has Whoopi Goldberg and Ice-T and Louis Black. And he said, yeah, I noticed that you, it's, it's really becoming quite the video. And uh, he said he saw it. Uh, you know, he could be lying. I don't know. But I did tag them in it. So hopefully, uh, you know, you know what I mean? You have done a wonderful job with that. And I can not be more appreciative of it. So, I mean. Whoever you can get, it's amazing. I mean, you got some amazing people there. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm I'm, uh, I'm honored. I'm honored. So I, I'm flattered by it. So it's great. I'm gonna have to find some other people. I, I would love Bernie Sanders. I mean, he would be great, <laughs> but uh, I don't think he would have done that. <laughs> no, and and not. I don't think he didn't do it because he's Bernie as much as it was not the venue to do it. Because I know in that type of meet and greet where it's at Barnes and Noble or something like that, where, you know, you're just kind of going through and taking the pictures and stuff, even though the staff right. that night was really friendly and stuff. And it was a more relaxed vibe at the Bernie thing than it was at some other meet and greets, even though it's still right. not the kind of thing you ask in that scenario. If it were a different thing, I just run into him on the street or something. Maybe I ask him to say something to you, like, you know, maybe not insult you. I don't know. Um, but, uh, right. But yeah, but yeah, I don't know that I'll ever get Bernie. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe one day, but I know you will continue the quest. You will do a phenomenal job. <laughs> I have nothing but faith in you. Yes, I can't wait <laughs> until he smacks some goddamn sense into you. But uh, what? 
What is your favorite scene in season nine? My future mind to bang my my mind. Okay, my favorite scene in season nine, my future mind to bang me. It's gotta be when the of Bane plays an assassin trying mm-hmm. to assassinate the president, and mm-hmm. they, she's having a great conversation with this uh, secret service agent who's trying to protect the president. In one of my all-time favorite movies, and there it goes. Okay, Frank, you of all people. I want you to understand, because we both used to think this country was a very special place. You know what I, you don't know what I used to think. Oh, but you know about me, Frank. You had any idea what I've done for God and country? Some pretty fucking horrible things. I don't even remember who was before I was before they sucked their claws into me. They made you into a real monster, didn't they? That's right. And now they want to destroy me because we can't have monsters roaming the quiet countryside now, can we? And that's my favorite scene in the main <laughs> Wow, very, very well acted. That was very well acted. Well, <laughs> very well acted. What is what is the colon got, on that one? Very emotional. Yeah. What's the colon? Uh, what? What is the colon? That, that is uh, precious semi. Chocolat semi uh, colon in the line of fire with Clint Eastwood and John Malkovich. Oh yes, yes, yes. Didn't John Malkovich win an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for that movie? I think so. And it, I just watched it again yesterday. Still, my top ten favorite movie. It's, it's, it's just so great. And what's your number one, Geely? <laughs> well, definitely, duh. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, I love um, the glitter. Actually, glitter, glitter, <laughs> glitter. Uh, weeks. I'm I'm not prepared, and we don't have much time. So, uh, n- name name a movie, and then I'll see if there's a monologue from it. Okay. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right. Let's see. <laughs> Uh no 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 chocolate sorry try again no okay how about the movie toys with Robin Williams I'm surprised there's no chocolate <laughs> all right let's see let's see if there's toys 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 all right there is there is a piece from toys but it says only available upon request please email me for this monologue and so few of these monologues say that so. So that doesn't help. So thanks a lot for that. Go on to the third one. Third time's a charm. Okay. Um, Con Air. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I feel like you're intentionally picking movies that will not have good monologues. <laughs> Con Air. Con Air. Is there Con Air? No, there's no Con Air, but let's do um, – I'm in the C's, and you know it start with a C, so I'm just going to go to Collateral. All right, this is a scene from yeah. Amanda Baines' uh, yeah. She's a Man, Man, Future Man, where um, uh, Amanda Baines plays um, uh, Jamie Foxx and, uh, and I guess uh, his wife. I don't, I don't think Tom Cruise is even in this scene. Okay, uh, but, do you, <laughs> but you didn't answer my question. Do you like what you do? Yeah, but not today. No, I do like – I can't wait. I love standing in that courtroom. At the same time, I get this clenched up thing the night before the first days. 
clenched up how. I think I'm going to lose. This does not sound like collateral, the Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx movie, but whatever this is, I'm going to keep going. I think I'm going to, I think this case sucks. My exhibits are in an order. I'm not prepared enough. I'm like, I'm imagining Jamie Foxx with a gun pointed to his head saying this stuff. and It doesn't make any sense. People are going to find out that I don't know what I'm doing. And I've been running some charade all these years. I represent the Department of Justice, and my opening statement is going to fall flat at the most important po- point, and the jury is going to laugh at me. And then I cry. I don't throw up. I, a lot of people throw up. I have a stomach ache, and then I pull myself together, and I rewrite my opening statement, work my exhibits, and that's what I do for the rest of the night. That's my routine. In the morning, it starts, and I'm fine. You need a vacation. <laughs> I just had a vacation on the Harbor Freeway. See, that sounds like collateral. That last line, I just had a vacation on the Harbor Freeway. But I do not know. I don't know if this is really collateral, the collateral that we know. I'll have to look this up. I don't know. I'm very misinformed tonight, and I apologize profusely. <laughs> oh, all right. I love the patience. Uh, I love the excitement there. That was, that was phenomenal. I loved it. Yeah, just the wrong movie. Okay. I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. Somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing, John Weeks? Well, you're going to go out, you're going to piss off uh, Harriet and Carl Winslow, and you're going to sing <laughs> your favorite childhood song. <laughs>